Welcome back to Girl Meets Show, the relationships podcast for people in a relationship with TV. I'm Jordan. I'm Taylor. We are going to talk about True Detective Night Country. This lovely episode. (laughs) And yeah, we will get into it. This is our second time talking about True Detective. Stay tuned to hear how we liked it. But first we have TV news. Jordan, you go first. What do you have? Well, I did see that finally today they officially announced that Che Diaz is not returning to and just like that. Everyone's been saying that for like weeks, but it's official, official. Yes. I honestly... I'm kind of sad that we're going to miss that whole plot because that is part of the fun of and just like that. <laughs> but I'm honestly a little excited to see how they write Che Diaz off because Che Diaz was like such a strong piece of the show. It's so true. Like they really built this series up kind of around Che Diaz. <laughs> yeah, like Miranda like came out because of Che Diaz. <laughs> yes. Like uh. Yeah, like we don't we barely see Steve <laughs> because of Che Diaz. <laughs> che Diaz is honestly an icon. I will miss the hilarious memes about all the dumb things that Che Diaz says and their terrible comedy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll miss that i think you're right i think it'll be interesting to see where they go from here sending the best to sarah ramirez yeah i i do feel i do feel bad for sarah because i don't think that it's necessarily their fault that che diaz was so ridiculous it was poor writing of a poor character totally it's time for our only murders in the building corner <laughs> We got another <laughs> casting update. Um, Eva Longoria is joining the cast, which is very interesting. And that cast just, they're always adding people. Seriously, I am very excited. It is stacked so far. Me too. For Beef Season 2, apparently the 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 leads... The lead actors that are in talks to star are <laughs> Charles Melton and Kaylee Spaney and Jake Gyllenhaal and Anne Hathaway. And supposedly they are going to be um, two different couples that are, it's unclear, feuding with each other as a team or within each couple they hate each other and they hate these other couples or something like that. And everyone <laughs> had a lot of commentary about... Yet again, another limited series that is actually unlimited, (laughs) (laughs) which we already knew that when they announced that there's even going to be a season two, but they kind of opened up that conversation again. Like it just won all these awards for best limited series, but we're getting another season. If all of these actors do sign on for beef, beef two, um, that'll be pretty amazing. (laughs) These are like, these are some a-list people and i i like all four of these but i would especially be excited for kaylee spaney because i think she should be a household name too 
my sister texted me very excited. And then when I got online and saw that it was kind of just like rumored, like it's like, here are the people who are up for it. And it wasn't like confirmed. Mm -hmm. I was like, how much can I trust this? Like I genuinely feel confused and unsure. So I will be very upset if this isn't true now because it better be true. Whoever like leaked this to the press, even if it's like the actual, like if it's Netflix trying to get some buzz, they're kind of locked into it now. Yes. Yeah. They will. So yeah, we're basically, we're we're reporting on a rumor, but it is a widespread rumor now (laughs) (laughs) online. And I agree with everyone about the limited series thing. I think we should just maybe get rid of that as a category as in, in general or make them sign a contract that it will only be, but here I am like Mr. And Mrs. Smith probably will be up for a limited series and I want more. So like, I don't know. I don't know how to solve Mm. that, but like we've got to figure out something because it does seem a little unfair. I think the question is ask you and me, how much we like the show (laughs) and it's a case-by-case basis decided by us we just get a little stamp that we stamp onto the (laughs) script approved approved, limited series approved (laughs) multiple season series exactly um well i know that as as jordan is our resident glenn powell head um (laughs) exciting news on his front is that there's going to be a Hulu half hour comedy series, um, which is based on Chad powers, which is like an alter ego that Eli Manning made for his docuseries. And I've seen a couple clips of Eli playing this character and it was funny. So I'm kind of intrigued to see how this like very layered (laughs) Hulu show will go. Um, apparently he's like co-creating and co-writing the pilot. Um, so Glenn Powell is really going places. Who knew? Just kidding. Everyone knew. Yeah, he really is. I am really glad that you described this premise and not me because very, you're right. The layers, the layers here. (laughs) It's very confusing, but I am, I am, I'm Glenn Powell pilled. I thought I was immune to him. But I'm not. And so I'm on board. I will be watching. (laughs) (laughs) It's also time for um, Mindy Kaling's Netflix basketball comedy. um, (laughs) Corner. Corner. Because they added Chet Hanks to the cast. (laughs) They did. Wait, Chet Hanks. As in like. Chet Hanks. That's the Hanks son that like is a little bit controversial. Yes. That Chet Hanks. <laughs> they added him. He's going to play uh, one of the basketball players. And he they describe his character. There's all, these, these character descriptions are too long, but I'm going to read it. Point guard who moonlights as an unsuccessful rapper. He's a huge distraction on the court and an even bigger problem off the court. Which sounds like they wrote it for him. And it would be hard for him to mess it up interesting i will hold my commentary till that show comes out i don't know that 
that's the first time where I'm like, hmm, what? It is starting to sound faker and faker as it goes on. Yeah. Like something they invented on 30 Rock. Very, very much that. This one I just bookmarked because I thought it was so funny. And I don't even know what was going on. But Reba McIntyre tweeted. (laughs) Did you see this? I did. Uh, Please do not click on any articles that say I am leaving the voice. This is not true. There are fake websites to lure people in with clickbait where they claim I have a company to sell weight loss gummy products to. This is false. I do not (laughs) sell or promote any type of gummy product. (laughs) Uh, I don't even understand. (laughs) Well, it's like combining two very different thoughts. (laughs) Yes. Like there's things like people saying I'm leaving the voice. This isn't true. Also, I don't sell gummies to lose weight. (laughs) Yes. Well, and it's funny because it's like Reba just discovered the spam at the bottom of a news article where they just say like they wild claims that like websites that are like yes that are all spammy yeah and gonna give you a virus and stuff it's like she just saw there was there were two about her weight loss gummies <laughs> and leaving the voice so single mom who sells weight loss gummies <laughs> uh Anyway, I had that bookmark mostly to talk to you about, but here it is as news. I love it. I mean, it's related to TV. It is. It is. is a show. They promoted Meg Stalter and Paul Downs for Hack Season 3 to series regulars. That was my last piece of news, too, and I was so excited, but I also was like, oh, I didn't even realize that they weren't. I know. It was like... They're such a special part of the show, and now we'll get them even more. So, I'm yay. so happy, and I cannot wait for that show. Okay, well, I will take the final piece of news, which is True Detective was renewed for season five at HBO with the same person who just did the most recent season, Issa Lopez. Um, Jordan knows more about this drama than I do, as far as like the true detective creator and this Issa Lopez showrunner. I don't know if we need to mm-hmm. get into it, but what I'll say about it is because it kind of, I feel like maybe it affected my viewing of the show because um, I wasn't that excited to watch true detective. I wasn't like in the mood to watch like a slow, dark show. Can I, I tell the I listeners what you said? Fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when when discussing, I I was like, oh, Jordan, we need to talk about what we're going to watch this week. But I have a feeling I already know what it's going to be. So I and then she was like, what do you think? I what do you think it's going to be? And I was like, oh, and she's like, don't tell me True Detective. <laughs> I was like, please don't say True Detective. Please don't make me watch True Detective. Like, it's going it to be like so boring. <laughs> From Traders, where she's like, please not Ekin Sue, please. That, that was me, but please not, please don't make me watch True Detective. I think I literally said, please don't make me watch True Detective. I feel like you've I never had to. that strong watch- of opinion about a show. Like, I feel like we've never had that issue where you're like, please don't make me watch this show. So I was like, I didn't know what to do. It's just like cold and slow. And I don't really remember much about season three but I remember being confused a lot and luckily I liked it I liked it more than I thought I would 
And I really do think that part of that is because the original creator who did the first three seasons of True Detective, Nick uh, Pizzolatto, what I did see before I started it was that he has been reposting every bad review and every complaint, even from like randos, I think of all these haters of the new season. And he also did his post, this post where he's like, this is a safe space to complain about true detective. And I, apparently if you complain about a show that's with uh, two women, you're a misogynist and like all this stuff. And it's like, okay, you are a total loser. Like you didn't even have to say that, that, but now that you did, sure. Yeah, you are. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It was like, (laughs) <laughs> when they were talking about this on who weekly and they're like well when you say it like the way you are saying it yes we think you're a misogynist like you're allowed to not like something even if it's created by women and starring women but the way you're going about this and like focusing on all these negatives even though his name is still in the credits as like originally created by and all this stuff it's like you're still tied to this and you just look like a total a-hole i wonder if he gets so, p- money He's clearly not the showrunner anymore. I don't know the circumstances, like, why if he was fired and he's butthurt about that or something like that. But the other thing is that everyone loves season one and everyone hates season two, which, like, he also did season two. So he should just be tactful and a better person and not, like, revel in bad reviews of this season. And now... It's ironic, though, because it's actually the most watched season ever. And so obviously it was going to get renewed. And what I liked, I bookmarked this tweet because Guillermo del Toro, he reposted um, a headline about it getting renewed and the say and Issa Lopez is still going to be the showrunner. And he said, the wheels of good karma grind slow, but they grind infinitely fine. <laughs> Felicidades. And I was like. Wow, that's see, that's an example of a good man. <laughs> well, that is so funny because I was literally just clicking on this piece of news that I had saved from previously, which is that Guillermo del Toro helped on this season, um, crafting the chilling corpsicle. Wow. Well, honestly, one of the most standout moments of the whole season. So, you need a horror king to come help. Yeah, because effective. He did his job for sure. Yes. Wow, that's I love that. That's awesome. So yeah, I felt like we were kind of seeing someone like punching down, and that really bothers me. Um, because I hadn't heard of Issa Lopez before, and I know that this season was um women centric, which I always like. Yeah. So I do think that made me go in kind of like defiantly like, okay, I will see what like I hope I do I like it, you know? Yeah. And I also, cause just to, to dive in a little bit, like I have some complaints maybe. I don't think it was necessarily perfect or anything, but I definitely did not hate it. And I, as we've documented now, I didn't even want to watch it really, but I actually didn't think it was boring. And um, any of my complaints, they're nothing major. I was really surprised at how much hate the um, that Nick guy and like other people – online are hating it because i was like i don't really think there's anything hateable here like it was not trash at all like Mm -hmm. i thought it was overall i think it was it was pretty good i would change some things but overall i think it was good it was an interesting story 
Yeah, I feel the same way. I um I wasn't like blown away and like obsessed with it and like it didn't fulfill my HBO Sunday watching needs like other shows have before that I was kind of hoping for, but it was like mm-hmm. interesting enough and like good enough that it was like a, a an interesting watch and I wasn't like so 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 bored. But I I get like I also had some issues with it. I did keep I did fall asleep a few times. But I think that was more so the like dark and slowness of it, not necessarily because the plot was boring. Yeah, that makes sense. It was like you were freezing to death. Literally. (laughs) (laughs) Before we get into specifics and spoilers, we should jump into our top three, which is casting people we would like to see in season five which is always the fun part of an anthology show. Um, and I we actually just did this for Fargo, which is really interesting because it's actually kind of the same idea. <laughs> it totally, yeah, totally. <sighs> well, yeah, I was thinking about Fargo a lot as I watched it because I was like, I liked this more than Murder at the End of the World and I like it less than Fargo. But we have been... Maybe that's part why I had such a visceral reaction when you, I was like, please don't make me watch this because we just watched two uh, other true crime. It really is kind recently. of a marriage of those two. That's really interesting. <laughs> okay. Who are you casting? Who do you want to see in season five? I came up with some rando, random pairings. But first, because I also, it's still Issa Lopez, so I hope she does another female season. That would be great. And so one of my girlies I put together, I said... Lena Hetty, aka Cersei from Game of Thrones, and America Ferrera. Ooh, fun! I like I feel that. Like that could be good. I like to see because when you see pictures of Cersei like out of costume, she's very different vibe, you know. And mm-hmm. it would be fun to like. We have I haven't seen her in anything since then, so I'd like to see her in like a modern true crime thing. And I feel like America Ferrera can do like good like gritty drama. Totally. Yeah, I would love that. My next one, I did another duo with, um, I did Sarah Snook. We got to get her back on our Sunday HBO Please. grind. I'm begging. Sure. And it's not a woman, but I don't really know if there's been any, I don't think there's been any gay detectives yet on True Detective. So I picked, I paired her with Andrew Scott. Ooh, yes. And I need Andrew Scott on my TV again. Yes. So good duo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, we need him in an HBO drama, I think. Yes. Here's someone I want to see in a TV show, and that's Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> I Bring want her, her to be a TV. Seriously. Everyone else is doing it. Meryl Streep is doing it, okay? Emma Stone. We need Jennifer Lawrence in a true detective season. And I, I don't know. I couldn't think of a good pair for her, actually. I was throwing around some rando people, but... I just care about her right now. Yeah. No, I think that's a good answer. Um, I didn't do any duos, but three people that I would like to see in the next season are Quinta Brunson. I want to see her doing something outside of Abbott Elementary and do some drama. That sounds fun. Um, BJ Novak. He just seems like he has... Um, cop energy which I don't know if that is necessarily a good thing 
I agree, and I think it's a bad thing. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> he totally seems like a dark, grumpy detective. Yes, with like with darkness. I mean, like mm-hmm. misogynist. Mm. Like and I don't trust him. Yeah, either. no, 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 no. <laughs> That's so good. Wow. And then our favorite industry girly, um, Mahala Harold. Wow. I think she would do great That's as well. Genius. She is, well, she's, like, so spooky. She has such a witchy energy. Yeah, and, like, she's so good at being, like, very, like, cold and serious and, like, not really super, like, open and vulnerable, which I think is... 100%. ...needed for a detective. Mm Mm-hmm. Totally. Wow, that would be really interesting. I feel like that is, like, the most realistic one out of all of these to actually happen. She's so buzzy and... Also, she just was with Mahershala Ali in that movie. Oh, yeah. Good point. I didn't even think about that. So there's already a connection. There we go. Um, Okay. How did you feel about how the show wrapped up, the finale? Back to Night Um, Country and spoilers, FYI. (laughs) Yeah, we're just going to dive in. You're probably... No one's listening to this that hasn't watched it already, so... Yeah. Leave... Speak... Leave now or forever hold your peace. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I, I actually, I think like plot wise, I was on board. I, I like the answer of that. All those women like banded together to kill them all. At least I think that was, they kept saying, oh, it's just a story, just a story. But I was like, that's real. Right. Like pretty sure that really happened. And I like that. I just wish that and a, a few other plot points had been, kind of like more part of earlier episodes a little bit like we I didn't I wish we kind of had been introduced more to those women at least so that it was like more meaningful when that was the reveal yeah I agree I did feel like a lot of the like main plot points and like reveals were like by just like being explained to me where, like, I wish yes. I could have, like, been kind of putting this together a little bit more. And, like, I guess some people mm-hmm. online were doing that. But, like, I don't want to – I think I've said this before. But, like, I don't want to have to, like, do a, dun- a bunch of research online to, like, see what people who have watched this show and, like, really dug in, like, think about this mm-hmm. show. Like, I want to be able to watch it from my couch and, like, put some things together and, like, maybe, like, a hypothesis that could be wrong. But, like – I didn't really feel like I could do that at all. No. No, I I feel the same. Even, uh, I think it was maybe in episode five, I was like, because I think we'd focus so much on kind of like local stuff, what's going on in the town and what's going on um, with like the characters' personal lives that I was like, oh yeah, those scientists. I uh, kind of wasn't, fo- I'm not really following a lot of those details anymore. So I felt a little kind of lost and then obviously that was still very important um something else that's kind of similar I felt the same way about was that like the evil minds lady when she is like talking in the car with the young cop's dad and they were like revealing that they were in on it all along and like they killed that girl or or, like they buried her or something like that yeah yeah, I was like, 
I wish that this the evil minds lady had been in way more episodes leading up to this because I was like exactly how you just said it. It was just being explained to us. I was like that just came out of nowhere and just felt so random. Um, and so I one plot that I could have used a lot less of because I felt like they were hitting us over the head with it was the young go- cop and his wife being mad that he wasn't home more. Mm-hmm. I was like, there was a scene in every episode about that, at least one scene. And it's like, you know, I really only needed one scene to understand his family drama at home, you know? And also I was annoyed with her because I'm like, well, there's a murder going on that they're, that he's trying to solve. Like, it's actually pretty important. Um, but if we just have a little less of that and maybe sprinkle in more plot points hinting that the mines lady is more involved than we may know or that the ladies at the um like the janitor women at the science that help the scientists like that sprinkle in a little more build up to the reveals i think i would have appreciated a lot agreed and for it being super explainy i also still feel like there were a lot of things that weren't really explained at all like we still don't know about like the tongue or like um Mm, yes yeah (laughs) like things like that like there are still holes so i don't know like it wasn't at the very end especially like the ending scene i was confused like where did navarro actually go (laughs) no clue and i feel vulnerable even asking that and maybe it was obvious to everyone else but it wasn't obvious to me I don't think it was obvious to anybody. I did think it was funny a little bit how Jodie Foster's character was basically Mayor of Easttown. Like, she, there's, like, no differences between their characters. Because they're, like, grumpy, but, like, oh, but they're sexual. Like, they're <laughs> hooking up with dudes. And also, there's some, like, mysterious child-related backstory that's sad that she does not want to talk about. To, and, you know, and like, confront and they also have like a cranky teen daughter mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and also they're the best at their jobs um, amidst all of that they're amazing at their jobs you know and Which they're like, both detectives yes i like that character but like that character trope but like i feel like we just watched it you know yeah and so, on hbo that so that is a little yes. hard yeah, and they were both cold. Like, they were both wearing coats all the time. With fur hoods, yeah. And had, like, a blonde hairdo. <laughs> that changed a lot, I will say. That was another one of my issues, actually. <laughs> another uh, One more similarity was that their co-worker is also, like, a young cutie boy. Yes. Cop. Yes. So, it was kind of funny. It was, like, carbon copy Mayor of Easttown. Yeah beloved actress from the past sort of like the recent past you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so it was that was like honestly kind of distracting because i was like maravie's town maravie's town my other note that i wrote down was i relate to liz and her love of white noise (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) i was like "Mm, i should try listening to white noise with headphones on like while i'm working that's a good idea Wow, someone listens to white noise during the day? <laughs> you you should. That would I'm going to try it. Yeah, you should try it. 
I liked the cast. I thought everyone in the cast, for the most part, did a really good job. Um, I really liked Fiona Shaw. I wish we could have actually seen even a little bit more of her. Mm-hmm. That was one of the other things that I was sad that we just had to see the the cranky wife all the time because I didn't know what Fiona Shaw's deal was. I didn't really know what she was doing out there at all, but I wanted to know more. Agreed. I guess I'll go into my crush of the week because I Navarro, I was really impressed. I really liked her character. I thought she did a really good job. And then when I was like looking at TV time comments afterwards, like I saw that she's like an actual boxer, which I was like, whoa, that is crazy. And it made sense. Totally. I saw that same TV time comment, I think. And I was like, pretty blown away by that picture of her <laughs> was like in wild. a fight. I was uh-huh. like, whoa, she could really like probably kill someone. <laughs> Truly. I loved um when her hair was like curly and not slicked back in her braid. I was like, wow, stunning. Yeah. Stunning hair. She was great. Um, I'll get my crush is Jodie Foster. I did. I did think she was. Even though she was Mayor of Easttown. I love Mayor of Easttown. <laughs> <laughs> and I like Jodie Foster. I like, um, it's just pretty wild how she's like still, she's never not been like an important figure in Hollywood, even since she was a little kid. And I, I know that my, she was one of my dad's celebrity crushes when he was in a kid from all the kids movies that she was in, which cute. I Cute. Really like. That is really I funny. Think that's cute. And... Yeah, she's like still crushing it. She like always has been, always will be, and I, I think mean, that's really Oscar cool. I mean, Oscar nominated this season, I think. Oh yeah, that's. Did you watch Nyad? Remind me. No, I haven't okay. watched it yet. <laughs> yeah, no, she did great. Yeah, I feel like she and Navarro, they both really did like hold the season. They were they were good leads. It wasn't a perfect season or anything, but I did think they were both great. Yeah, and I think their chemistry worked for their the history of those characters and was believable yeah i agree and my last thing i will say that i should have said earlier is i am impressed for it being such a dark show how much i could see i feel like tv shows are figuring that out a little bit more of if you're gonna have a dark show still let me be able to like see what's going on that's a really good point because it literally was nighttime the entire time. It yeah. did make me think, wow, never will live in Alaska. Seriously. That sounds awful. But I will say, I have, it was crazy because I have toured an ice cave very like what they showed in that, um, in this show in Iceland. And I was like, oh, that's fun. That's literally my whole is- comment, but. I love it. That's so freaking cool. <laughs> That's awesome. Because I was scared in there. Were you scared in the ice cave? It was scary. But I, like, I think they like, I remember being there. They were like, a lot of this ice is like from like snow from like hundreds of years ago. I could be quoting that cor- incorrectly. Oh my gosh. But it's like, that's how long it takes to build something like that. So then I was less scared of it, like caving in. Yeah, totally. That would be reassuring. I think I'm just scared of caves. In that general. makes sense. I don't. I'm kind of. I'm kind of claustrophobic, and so, I. It was pretty cool how they filmed that. They're like, how did they like? Did they film it in a real ice cave or did they build an ice cave? Either way, it was really impressive how it felt pretty claustrophobic when they're like in the tunnels and stuff. Totally. Really yeah. 
I would love to know. Because, yeah, when I toured one, you could always see the outside because, like, we crawled down into it, but, like, the hole was so big that, like, you could still see, always see outside for the most part. Oh. So we weren't, like, down tunnels. I'm glad that it wasn't as boring as you initially thought it was going to be and so that I didn't have to severely (laughs) apologize for making you watch this show. (laughs) (laughs) No, I, I have no regrets of watching it. Good. Um... And I think it's worth a watch if you're interested. I wouldn't say drop everything and watch it. Yeah. But, and I, yeah, I stand by my ranking. Fargo is the best. This was the second best. Murder at the End of the World was the least best. (laughs) (laughs) Retweet. I agree. All right. Well, thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.